watch out. Yeah, talking about way out there. Beheim! Wow, is that silence in a little bit. Schrader takes. It's a two-man rush. Schrader steps Don't up. Fit. Pop pass in the middle. Tucker's got it. Room to run. 15-10. Hit. Oh. Hit in. Gregory's touchdown. The Bills make me want to Allen looks to his left. Fires left side. It goes to the end zone. Stephon Diggs makes the catch. Touchdown, Buffalo. Swing into this. It is over. The Boston Red Sox. Baseball's best all season long. They have won it all. This is On the Block. Yeah, I was driving home yesterday, so I heard some of your show. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Brent. Thank you. Thanks, Brent. Two, one. Here's X-Men. ESPN Radio, 97.1, FM, Hurt wherever you are, whatever you are doing on the ESPN app, all that's great, all that's just hippie skippy, I just made that up, I don't know, I don't even know what hippie skippy is, I just made it up, that's all hippie skippy. But it's a new year. We're all trying to get better. That's actually going to be the theme of the draft today because Thursday is draft day on the block. You want to be better? You want to be a better sports fan, a better sports talk radio consumer, a better person. I mean, you can want to lose weight and quit smoking and whatever. Make 2023 your year. How? By watching the show on QSportsTalk.com. That's how. That's how you do it, friends, because you can you can watch a radio show. It's 2023. I continue to be just blown away by that concept. You can watch a radio show. You can interact with us throughout the show in the live chat. I mean, if you call us at 437-7644, hit us on Twitter, Brent Axe Media, in that case, at ESPN Syracuse. That, that, that's cool. Maybe you don't need to be chitty chatty throughout the show. Just here's my one take. I'm old school that way. Here it is. But in the chat, you can interact throughout the show. You don't even have to talk about what I'm talking about, right? This is America, man. You can go in there and I mean, literally people exchange recipes in there. That's like kind of my go to joke about things, but that literally happens in the chat. So it's all happening there at Q Sports Talk. Dot com and a special added bonus just for you, uh, for the radio audience. When they go to commercial break, the Q Sports Talk audience, we keep the mic and the camera on. We keep talking to you. We've added props to to the mix. Right? If you were watching the show yesterday, we, we really got into this. And we Look, we don't want to be like, you know, cheap theater actors here on QSportsTalk.com. When it's appropriate, we go to the props. Right? We got... We got Hats, we got props, we got things. It's a visual experience for you. QSportsTalk.com, friends. 2023 is your year to make that your, to make you a better you. That's what that's what it's all about. How's your Thursday going? You ready to rock and roll, ready to do this thing? We are ready to hear from you in all those places today and others. We're guest-free today, kind of ended up that way. 
So uh, feel free to join us in the chat or on the phones, of course, at 437-7644. We have got some incredible updates today on DeMar Hamlin. DeMar Hamlin is awake. DeMar Hamlin is asking who won the football game on Monday. It's the first thing he asked doctors. Now, he can't speak, but he can communicate. He can write. And, I mean, doesn't that send a chill up your spine? The response the doctors had for him. It's going to get dusty in here when you hear that. So we will give you that update. Reports are out there that they are not going to make up this game between the Bills and the Bengals. I agree with this. I feel like that's the move here. Some might disagree. I think this is an extraordinary circumstance that they should just kind of let lie. So we'll get into that and all the latest with DeMar Hamlin. There is a direct Syracuse connection to... What happened on the field, the person who actually administered CPR right away and started the process to, you can't really underscore the weight of this conversation. They saved this man's life on the football field on Monday. Former trainer at Syracuse, right in there first to do it. I mean, there's a Syracuse connection to everything, it seems like. Incredible. And that's a name that we're going to. Get out there, Deion Dawkins of the Buffalo Bills, some other people really pushing for that. I've heard some great ideas about how we can recognize people like this on Sunday. Because remember, the Bills are at home Sunday. They, they finished the regular season at Highmark Stadium against the New England Patriots. They practiced today. Like it, It's starting to feel right. Normal wouldn't be the word, but now that DeMar is up and is making incredible progress, it's like, okay, this could turn in one of the great rallying cries in the history of sports. It really could. The whole country's rooting for Buffalo now. Not that they weren't in a sense, because I think everybody's like, man, can we just give the Bills one Super Bowl, right? So we're going to get into all that and much more. You mentioned it's draft day. Today we are going to draft the Mount Rushmore, because we don't just do drafts on this show. We we take all the radio tropes and put them all into one. We're going to draft the Mount Rushmore of New Year's resolutions. This is going to get fun, because New Year's resolutions are dopey. Sorry they are. They're just dopey. I just... We get to the beginning of the year, and all of a sudden, it's like, hey, I shouldn't be doing these things. You shouldn't be doing these things all year, <laughs> right? I mean, it's good to have goals. It's good to, you know, if, if you need that structure in your life, more power to you. But I make the same New Year's resolution every year, and it is don't make some dopey resolution I'm not going to follow anyway, right? So we'll have some fun with that during the draft. Hot takes on the way. We've got plenty of Syracuse basketball discussion through the show, and we will hear from you. Uh, throughout the afternoon at 437-7644 in the chat at QSportsTalk.com. Uh, before we get into today's topicality of Syracuse basketball, we had some fun reaction to our take yesterday. You people are goobers. You are morons. You are unreasonable twits. Now, what would cause Uncle Brent to point at you, the fair listeners of this program and some fans out there, and come up with those words? That That was a direct message and more there, of course to the the Joe Girard haters in the sense that they will not acknowledge ever when Joe Girard plays well. Clever editing here. I believe our friend Jordan made this. Without Joe Girard, we wouldn't have won 10 games this year, okay? Not 10. Well done on that. Jordan, that was you that made that, right? If not, uh, let's give credit to to who did it. Jim Beheim today on Orange Nation. Joe's been great. He's the most... (laughs) Uh, unappreciated player I think we've ever had here. Maybe he's kind of in the Trevor Coney mode, I think. (laughs) No doubt. (laughs) But the people doing that don't know anything about basketball. I mean, they know zero. If you 
find yourself agreeing with them in any way, shape, or form, then you know zero. <laughs> so I'll just leave it at that. He's had a great career here. He's playing great. He single-handedly won that game. You understand that? Yeah. No he single-handedly won the game. Which was my entire point yesterday. Joe Girard has his flaws, but why people will obsess over them and discuss what he's not as opposed to the seven or eight things that he is in games like we saw Tuesday night where he single-handedly won it, well, you're just, well, you're, well, I mean, you're, you're this. You people are goobers. You are morons. You are unreasonable twits. So thanks for all the reaction to that, good, bad, and otherwise, which leads me to announce that starting next week, weekly on this program through the rest of the college basketball season, joining us will be Syracuse guard Joe Girard. Now, did I do all that yesterday to set up that announcement today? No, because I'm not that creative. It just kind of happened organically, but that is starting next week. We're going to talk to Joe Girard weekly on this program. So there you have Bring it on, haters. We'll leave a line open for you. You want to say what you want to say about Joe Girard. Oh, you set that up, didn't you, Axe? No, I'm not that creative. I'm not. I just, like, it just came up today. We were finalizing some things. I'm like, oh, that worked out nicely, didn't it? In a unique kind of way. I didn't set that up. I didn't. I didn't set that up. I don't. We, we don't do those kind of things. But I, honestly, I did not. That just kind of happened that way. All right. So appreciate all the response, especially from all you haters out there on that. See, here's the thing, though. No matter what Joe Girard or any member of the Syracuse basketball team has done to this point, it does not matter because the season starts Saturday. Now, every game matters. Jim Beheim was saying that today as well, and I understand where he's coming from as a coach and as you go through the day-to-day and developing players, and of course you got to play the games that are put in front of you, right? You don't want to emphasize some games over the other because you don't want the players to kind of fall into that, and that's understandable. But the way the system is set up, there are some literally that matter more than others, and Syracuse has to fill that bucket. Here's Jim Beheim on that a little earlier today on Orange Nation with Paul Sebelia and Stephen Fonte. Uh, that's that's the, the one problem when you count every game equally in the season. So you end up 20 and 10, but one team won 16 at the end and had a bad start, and the other team won 16 at the beginning and had a bad finish, but they looked at them as the same. Well, they're not the same. They're not the same team. It's it's how you're playing at the end of the year, and that needs to be factored in a little bit more. It wasn't last year. I don't know if it will be this year, but uh, you know we'll see when it comes to that. But every game is crucial. Even if we'd have lost, even if we don't want a couple more games early, every game is a crucial game. There, you know, it's it, we're ten and five. That's not great. If we were twelve and three, it wouldn't matter. Every game ahead is important. It's not more important or less important. I get that take. I get that take from a coach. But see, the way the system is put into place, there are games ahead of you starting Saturday in particular that are more important than others in the eyes of the committee, in the eyes of the ultimate goal, in the eyes of what I've been told is all that matters, and that is the NCAA tournament. 
So the season starts Saturday from that standpoint here. All right, so just just kind of bear with me for a second. Uncle Brent did some math, at, and by doing some math, it means I went to a website and I controlled after a bunch of stuff. Let's go through the rest of the schedule as it starts Saturday. Virginia. Virginia is 20 in the net ranking. It's obviously a big deal. I don't anticipate Virginia will fall out of a quad one situation. It's possible. It's fluid. That can change as the season goes, but I wouldn't put money on that, even if it was Jordan's money on his DraftKings account. Virginia Tech fouls. Now, Virginia Tech is currently 37 in the net ranking. It'll be a quad one game the uh, first time around. It'll be a quad two game the second time around. Remember, these, the changes basis on home or away games. But that's still two games you need. Notre Dame is currently 174 in the net ranking. So you don't net anything there, no pun intended, but you want to avoid a bad loss. Miami is 35. They're the top team in the ACC. That's pretty obvious here. So now we're up to January 16th. You play Georgia Tech twice starting on January 21st. They're 149 in the net ranking. By the way, Syracuse is currently 143 in the net ranking. So they're right there with Georgia Tech. North Carolina, despite not being the North Carolina we thought they would be, are still 29th. That's still a quad one game. BC to follow, or I'm sorry, Virginia Tech and Virginia are in there again, but you play them twice. And we already brought them up. But you got to go. So you got North Carolina on a Tuesday. You go to Virginia Tech. You host Virginia two and three days. So you get that Virginia, Virginia Tech kind of bookend deal at the start of the month and at the end of the month. It's an, that is that is a brutal stretch of games. You can look at it as a brutal stretch or you can look at it as opportunity. Syracuse has no choice but to look at it as opportunity because when I say the season starts today, or essentially start Saturday, it's because Syracuse didn't pick up any non-conference games of note in the games that matter more. I get what Jim is saying about every game matters the same, and I think he makes a valid point there, but I like that there is a metric, there is a net ranking. I like that it's a combination of things. There is a literal way to measure these games, measure these things, so when they're having those conversations at the end of the year, at least they have some kind of basis. It cannot be just all opinion. Because humans are flawed, and if you're playing at the end of the year, you're going to be influenced by that. If you're on the NCAA selection committee, I'm sorry, like these people, these are busy people. They're Division One athletic directors and people that are running universities, and they got other things on their mind. They don't really hone in on this thing until about a month from the tournament. And anybody that's done, Mike Waters has done, and anybody that's they have not asked me yet. They have every year the, it's basically like the practice session and writers and people that cover college basketball around the country are, I believe they do it literally in Indianapolis. And you go through the process and you act as a member of the committee and every person to a T who I've ever heard has been through, I've talked to a few people that have done it, Mike included, come out with a new appreciation for that process. But that process doesn't even start until a month from now, if that. I like the combination of human beings, smart human beings, having conversations. Now, wait a minute. Now, interject with our hopefully intelligent opinions. But I like that there's numbers here. There's a measurement. Hey, remember back in November when you played that team? That's a quad one win. That should count because you played it. Because if November and December don't count, why do we even play it? 
Well, they had their chance in November and December. They didn't cash in those chips. Season starts Saturday from that standpoint. So as it stands now, there are six quad one games on your schedule. Virginia, Virginia Tech, Miami, UNC, Duke, Clemson. That can change. The net rankings are fluid, as we mentioned. Quad two games count, too. One of those Virginia Tech games is a quad two game and. Just going through it here. NC State would be a quad two game. Pitt would be a quad two game. So I focused on quad one. Quad two matters as well because Syracuse has only played two of those games as it stands right now. So factor that all in here. Factor in where this team's at, which we'll get into a little bit more later in the show. So you can't look at it, oh, they're 10 and 5, they're 3 and 1 in the ACC, and it doesn't matter. My point yesterday, my point a little bit more today from a certain point of view is they haven't gained what you need to gain in the eyes of the committee. They've gained things as a team. Every game matters in the sense that Jim Beheim was talking about. I completely understand that from how an athlete looks at things, but how the committee looks at things, they haven't gained a thing. So that's why the season starts Saturday. I think Syracuse is going to have a real tough time with a lot of these games based on experience, based on their slow starts, based on defense, but there's still opportunities. What did you gain in the first two months of the season to this point that has, at the very least, you can dip to in your memory bank? I've been there, I've done that, even as a young team, and can navigate my way through this situation. That's the question, especially for a young team. They they went through a lot in the first two months of the season. Did they go through enough, I think, is the question, right? Season starts Saturday. From that point of view, from a league point of view, however we want to look at it, right? It's a long season for a reason, and it all matters. But it really starts mattering on Saturday. If they picked up a couple of non-conference games to this point, I think we'd have a different feeling. I still feel like it would be similar in a way, like you could make that proclamation, but they just, they have nothing in hand right now that they need, but there's opportunities to gain. And on that note, we will break. You are certainly welcome to chime in on that and kind of how you're feeling about this and taking a deep breath and heading into what is a tough part of the schedule. You can look at it that way or you can say, look, it's put up or shut up time. That's the way the schedule played out this year. A few of these games got pushed up. They had a few to start off with. Notre Dame on December 3rd won that game on the road by one point. Didn't turn out to be anything notable in terms of what we're discussing here, net rankings and things of that nature. It's more of a team morale. You know, you go on the road, you know how to handle that situation. It's an ACC win. They're 3-1 and in the league, and their one loss is to Pitt, who has emerged as... I mean, it's only four games in here, but I watched Pitt beat Virginia Tuesday night, and the Oakland Zoo is back, and I think they had a few things going their way in that game, and we're going to get into this later in the show. There's an interesting dynamic of teams that are loaded with transfers versus teams that are not, Syracuse being an example of the latter. Pitt's loaded with transfers. They're 4-0 in the league. Syracuse's one ACC loss was that December 20th game against Pitt. They lost by two. Furious comeback in that game, down big, just couldn't quite get over the hump. What does that tell us about what's up ahead here? Virginia, Virginia Tech, they know they can beat Notre Dame at Miami. 
and from there. Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Welcome back. We're on the Block, ESPN Radio, QSportsTalk.com. We're cutting out a little early because we got Syracuse women's basketball coming your way. Top of the hour, Syracuse and Pittsburgh at the JMA Wireless Dome. So, draft day awaits here, and we'll end the show with the draft with uh, Lukey here and Jordan here. And look, I think it was pretty obvious what we would do for the first draft of the year. We was it? Had to kind of work our way through it. It was the one that was sitting there, and I was like, if a better idea pops up, we'll do that. But this was the one to do, right? Because everybody this time of the year, by the way, it's too late to say Happy New Year. So don't be saying Happy New Year. I did hear that yesterday. You were spot on. Thank you for that. Okay, I appreciate that. I saw Lukey for the first time in 2023. Did he say Happy New Year? No, he didn't because he listened to the show yesterday. Today's when that expires. But we're still talking about New Year's resolutions. People are making New Year's resolutions and trying to do their New Year's resolutions, right? You got that cranky person that's, I don't want to give any picks away here, that's like kind of trying to do certain things, quit certain things, whatever the case may be. It's just like, why bother? Why bother, right? (laughs) Uncle Brad. You could have framed that in a way that sounded a lot better. Why try to improve yourself, Why try to improve yourself? (laughs) Why be cliche and do what everybody else does? You know what I want to hear? I want to hear resolutions in August. Okay, August 1st, this stops. So we thought we'd have a little fun with this and draft the Mount Rushmore of New Year's resolutions here, of course. Uh, Jordan to my left, Lukey to my left. We have not determined draft order, which we will do now. I will go first. I will draft first here in 2020. Scared of me. Scared of me after the last draft. I am scared of you after the last draft. Lukey killed the last draft. He killed us in that draft. So I got to take back control of this thing. I uh, I would like to go back, by the way, to that Christmas song draft. I totally missed uh, Jingle Bells. Uh, I'm forgetting the guy's last name. Bobby, like the OG Jingle Bells, though. Nobody drafted Jingle Bells in that no. entire draft? Yeah, the one that sounds kind of summery, like, you know. Okay, that's a bad job out of us. Yeah. Let's let's have a New Year's resolution and not have such well, a Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving song. A draft. People are you, forget. Are you serious? That is, Maybe that's that why is it correct. wasn't drafted. That is correct. Anyway, let's not, uh, <laughs> boom, mind blown. Let us not go. That's in the past, boys. We're, we're, we're <laughs> we resolving to move forward. <laughs> mind blown. We're resolving to move forward. So I will go first. Lukey will go second. Jordan will go third. That is the draft. Order. Let's just clarify. And if you said this and I zoned out, too bad, so sad. Um, are we picking, we're picking like bad New Year's resolutions, right? We're picking New Year's resolutions. Okay. okay. I don't want to label them okay. bad New Year's resolutions. Okay. If you happen to feel that way. That's fine. I hate all. So of Google that, and you can have your list. <laughs> Jordan in, in missed that. Actually, he did miss that. Brent was calling you out. He was like, "Yeah, Jordan just googles all you, the." You draft. and Josh just Google stuff and come in here and look at your phone. Well, I, I know ha- you're a little busy out there. <laughs> I happen to produce every damn show on this station, Brent. I understand that, but you know it's draft day, right? <laughs> that doesn't come as a surprise. Tell that to Paulie. Paul Sibilia, if you're listening. Sorry, Brian. You couldn't have a show today. I had to prep for a draft. That's correct. That's correct. (laughs) Jordan needs his prep time. All right, with the first pick. (laughs) 
of the Mount Rushmore draft, New Year's resolutions, Uncle Brent selects lose weight. Everyone's going to lose weight, right? This I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to stop eating those four cookies at 10 o'clock at night. Maybe that's just me. Go lose weight. Now, some people do it. They stick to it. And December comes and you're like, you stuck with it. Good for you. There's a weight loss challenge going on here at Galaxy Media. Maybe there's one going on in your place of work. Fantastic, right? Lose weight. Everybody wants to lose weight. That's the one that's... The first pick. That's, easy 1-1. One, one. That's the easy 1-1, one, one, and 95% of people don't stick to it, but that's the one everybody says. I've said that the past few years, and I, I got to this year and was like, look, if it happens, great, but I'm not going to make some resolution I'm not going to keep. Right? Brings us over to Lukey, pick number two. Now, I'd like to preface basically all my picks with saying, you know, if you do these things, good for you. Mm-hmm. I think they're stupid. <laughs> my first pick, I, and this is very specific. I don't want people to get it wrong. My first pick is Sober January. Oh, okay. boo. That's a, boo. Now, the guy is drunk. Boo. Now, if you want to go sober, that is awesome. That, great life choice. Big applause. People why'd in my you, life have gone why'd sober. Why'd you wait now? They become yeah. better people. That's yeah, awesome. Exactly. Yes. Sober January is when you're complete degenerate over Christmas weekend, as you should be. You know, you get trashed with your family. You're like, oh, you know, I need a month off of drinking before I go right back at it in February. Yeah. It's fraudulent. Either quit or don't. Yeah. Like this whole. Like, you're in now, or you're out. Now, here, here's where I'm a bit of a hypocrite, but it's not a New Year's resolution. I quit drinking every year for Lent. Okay. But that's the purpose of Lent. Yes. You give up something right. for 40 days and go back to it. Yeah. Right, you know you're gonna go back to it at the end. It's a nice yes. at the end. Yes, sober January is just yeah. boo. I'm boo. with you there. Great pick, Jordan. Pick number three. All right, much like yours, Brent. Mm-hmm. This is uh, not something that I don't think you should aspire to do. However, I will explain. With my first pick mm-hmm. of New Year's resolutions, yep, I am going to take saving more money, and saving here more money. is why. Okay, that is a very easy thing to say. On New Year's Day, because you just blew away a bunch of cash <laughs> for the holiday season, exactly. and you're going to save money whether you like it or not, <laughs> you because you have less of it. That but right. that is a resolution that once April, May, June comes around, those summer months where you might spend uh, one less day a week at work, wink, wink, elbow in the ribs, Brent Axe, and you got more time to blow that income. That's right. I don't like that as a New Year's resolution Neither do based I. on timing. Neither do I. Try to save more money when not everybody in the, in the entire world is trying. Right? Summer comes around, you're going to be blowing those This is supposed to be hard, right? It's the hard that makes it great. With my second pick, the fourth overall, now I feel like this is actually not as big of a deal as it used to be because I feel like a lot of people just don't do this as much, but I'm still going to put it on the list because you hear about it this time of year. Quit smoking. Oh, yeah. Going to quit smoking, right? So the rest of us that are around the people that are quitting smoking have to be miserable because yeah. they're miserable because they are, you know, fiending for cigarettes. They're out of their routine. Half of half of the whole thing with smoking is just routine. People smoke in certain things after they eat. By the way, I've, I've always, like, this has been a, a missed, uh, just a major thing to me. And, I, again, it's not as big as it used to be. But... The people that take like cigarette breaks, like four or five a day, 
Like I'm not going to name names here, but somewhere where I, I, I used to work, and they would just like six or seven times during the just oh, yeah. walk outside. Right? Or well, like, why do you get to take all these breaks? Because you smoke? Or you run out to your car ten right? times a day to rip a vape? Like, come on, grow yeah, up. who are these people that do this? Right? You kill yourself on your own time. All right? When you're on work time, you're not going to do it. That's what I say. Quit smoking. Or quit vaping in this case. All right. My second pick is going to be. I'm going to try something new this year. Oh! What, what does that mean? I'm going to try something new. You know, yeah. maybe you're going to try something good. Maybe you're going to try crack cocaine. Like, trying <laughs> something new doesn't get you anywhere in the new year. And people say it, and people say it so broadly, trying something new is a fraudulent New Year's resolution. <laughs> that was beautiful, man. That was beautiful. As I have a similar pick to that. I'm going to have to get a ruling from the committee. Mm. A similar <laughs> pick to that, but trying something new. <laughs> Try, yeah. Congratulations. You're not four years old anymore. Yeah. You know, okay. like when mommy was like, try something new. Here's some Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe crack cocaine. <laughs> Over to Jordan. Um, again, a similar premise for mm-hmm. this pick because it's one of those, what does that mean? Yeah. Awful New Year's resolution. Be nicer to blank. You should not need a New Year's resolution to be nicer to your spouse, your kids, your dog, your friends, your coworkers. You should just do it. You should just be a nice person. That's not a New Year's resolution to be nicer to anybody. Why does it take January 1st? December 31st. What a jerk. January 1st. Oh. I'm nice now. Like, just just try. Try your best. Just, you and should, if you're bad at it, every day. just don't make your New Year's resolution. Be like Rick Diulio from TK99. He's got a gimmick. What's his gimmick? He's he's grouchy sometimes. He's grouchy Rick, yeah. Make it a gimmick. I would not want Rick Diulio to be a nicer person. I appreciate that Rick Diulio is a curmudgeon. He's straight up. All right, this is similar to Lukey's pick, but I'm, I'm going to phrase it this way. It's not try something new, but it's... In some way, shape, or form, this is the new me. This yeah. is the new me, right? This is this is what I do now, right? Some kind, like I don't know. You change your wardrobe. You go to the gym now, or you be nicer to people. What a this is the new yeah. me, and you do it like six days in. It's like uh, anybody can do that. Six, yeah. Check in in July, buddy. You still the new you? Oh no, that was in the July. Old me. That's okay. That's what I want. This is the new me. All right. My third pick is going to be Yeah, I'm going to talk to my I'm going to talk to my family more. I'm going to be our family first. Oh. Mm. Okay, so the calendar changes and all of a sudden <laughs> now you're going to talk to your family. You like, just realize you live with these people? Yeah, yeah. It, exactly. It's yeah. like if you're not Nice to your parents. Like, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, I should call my parents more. It's like, you know, if you're not calling your parents enough at this point, you're probably a bad guy. Like, that, that's how <laughs> yeah. it is. And, like, you know, yeah. some people do reconnect later in life. That's great. But, like, if that's your New Year's resolution, like, come on. Come you got to be better. What are we doing? I like this. this feels good. Feeling good. We're on to pick number eight. Here's Jordan. Nine, right? Is it not? what well, I lost track. 
It's nine. It's nine. It's your third pick. Um, pick I'm nine, correct. picking this because yeah. if you're going to go through the rigmarole of making a New Year's resolution, make it a challenge, not just something very mm. easily attainable so you can check mm. it off the list. And that is watch less TV slash less screen time. Oh, Why? Yeah. It's like, look, I'm happy if you're going to do that. Get the app, monitor your screen time, but don't make that your New Year's resolution. That's lame. That's a cop-out. That's like me going into a basketball game saying I'm going to get two points. Uh, That was probably a bad example, but you know what I mean. Why do the rest of us have to know about it, right? Now, again, this might fall into the same category, but I'm going to draft it anyway. I'm going to be on social media less. Uh. Oh, As you yeah. tell me about oh, this, yeah. that's a steal on oh. social media. Dang it, that's the steal. The 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 boss move, the gangster move. There is you just disappear. <laughs> you delete your account. Like, what right, that you're guy? just gone. <laughs> uh, you didn't tell me about it on social media. You told me about it because I saw you at Wegmans, and I'm like, hey, where the hell you been? Like, no, I, I'm just done, man. But to get on social media and tell me about being on social media less completely defeats the purpose. Just com- just stop, shut up, no. That's my favorite. The people who go. make their social media departure announcement like a job announcement. No, like, just disappear. Yeah, just dip. Just, just dip. go. This is what, boys, if I win the lottery, this you will never hear from me again. Just, I'm gone. After- you won't even know I won the lottery. I just kind of gave it away. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gone. Bye-bye. Yeah. And then you'll see me on the professional golf tour about three years later, because that's what I will dedicate my life to. All right. My final pick. Uh, this might upset some some of our viewers. Um, I know. Um, let's let's be honest. My wife's not even watching right now, but she would be upset with me. Oh, for this boy. Pick. Oh, boy. I'm going to drink more water this year. And oh, what, what really bothers yeah. me, oh. you get the, the jugs with like, oh, it's 4 p.m. You should be at this oh, line now. The oh, worst. Keep going. Keep going. Again, like I, I know a lot of people that have these these water bottles with the motivational quotes. Just do it. If you want to drink more water, drink more water. I don't need to see it on your water bottle. I don't need it to say that I need to hit this Thank line you. by a certain time. Thank you. Another terrific pick. Terrific pick. Just do these things. Shout out to our boy. I love our boy Ross, right? But he walks around with this giant water bottle every day. It's like just yeah, stop. we get it, bro. You drink water exactly. We stop all showing. We're up. all living. Just come on, give me a break. I think we're it's just sen- salty. It's yeah, essential maybe. for life. It's a. Sen- I mean, come on, Jordan. You have the final pick. This is tough. This is tough. You have just under a minute to make. <laughs> It's like that number one overall pick where you just let the whole clock run out. <laughs> I kind Are you of conceding should. your pick to me? No, I got one. And it's yeah. unfortunate because if I had to pick a New Year's resolution, it would be mine. Life comes at you fast, and this is a New Year's resolution that in the heat of the moment, you can't keep. And that is to be more positive slash complain less. Mm. Now, that should be mine. However, here's the thing about that New Year's resolution. You're in the heat of the moment. You get some news that you're not a fan of. You're not going to be sitting there thinking, oh, but my New Year's resolution, the people are counting them. No, you're going to moan and you're going to whine and you're going to cry. How do you measure such a thing? I'm going to complain less. Do you have a... I ask you. you. I come up to you every week and I say, Brent, did I stress you out more or less this week? Do you have complaint (laughs) analytics available to to refer to there? 
How do you complain less? We need to get sidearm sports on that. Complainalytics. That's all the time we have, friends. Thank you, Lukey. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you to our great listeners and our viewers on QSportsTalk.com. But we got Syracuse women's basketball coming up next here on ESPN Syracuse. Stay right there.